The one and only show. It's on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Not the one and only show. The one with a J. miss me i was gone for too long people starting to ask me if i was gonna do any more episodes you're damn right i'm gonna do more episodes anyways hope everyone is doing well thank you to all the ones that have supported me and the ones that have shared my show liked it commented on it the whole nine yards you got it take it away my friend uh before we get started i like to make some clear i want to know if this is happening to you out on the road do you feel like people forgot how to use a yield sign i mean come on man we're like tweaking over there when it comes to the yield sign i'm not the smartest man in the world when it comes to driving but i'll be damned i know how to use a damn yield sign if i recall correctly a yield sign means that you must give the right of way to other vehicles or pedestrians at the intersection it's pretty much telling you that you have to slow down if someone is coming on your left side so that you can be prepared to stop if you have to ran into situations when where i'm coming into like a roundabout and there has your sign i had a dude stop in the middle of the roundabout so that i can go into the roundabout he was pretty much giving me the right away when he had no yield sign come on dude but whatever man i don't know tell me tell me what you guys think am i right or am i right let me know in the comments you want to make this an argument let me know i'll get you on the podcast without further ado Let's get started, ladies and gentlemen. Gather around as I introduce a dental dynamo with an expanding range of skills. Hailing from the chilly capital of Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, imagine that. (laughs) She's ready to bring the heat to your dental care. Y'all better watch out. And guess what? She is soon to marry her salsa spicing sweetheart all the way from Guatemala. Man, y'all better brace ourselves for this conversation. It's going to be one hell of a tooth tickling tales that hopefully you guys will enjoy. So with that being said, let me introduce you to the one and only Carla G. They say, oh my God, I see the way you shine. Take your hand, my dear, and bless them both in mine. You know you stopped me dead while I was passing by. And now I beg to see you dance just one more time.
Carla, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. How are you today? I am. I'm good. Had a wild day at work, but I'm glad to be home. <laughs> On my format that I sent you, you mentioned that you are a, um, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. You might have to help me. Expanded functions dental. I want to, I, I just want to say auxiliary for some reason. A lot, even people that with my the same title can't pronounce it half the time. So I don't blame you. It's auxiliary. See, now I can't even do it. Auxiliary. Yes, auxiliary. Auxiliary. That's right. <laughs> Share with us a little bit about about that job. Uh, well, I'm a dental assistant, but I am able to place fillings and crown buildups. Unlike regular dental assistants, I have a little. I've gone to school for a little bit more education to learn how to do these things, and I had to do lots and lots of practice and pass state boards. And it was a very stressful time for me. <laughs> so now after all that, I can fill your cavities and that's it. I mean, really, I'm restoring your teeth. You're pretty much like a dental hygienist, right? Kind of. But on the other end of the spectrum, I'm I'm filling the cavities that you got because the teeth got decayed. So hygienist is more like um, preventing those things from happening. I'm there for when it didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> yeah. And how long have you been doing this job for? Uh, well, with the added part of this job, only about a year, but I've been in dentistry for about 15 years. You like your job, right? Most days. I like the job, um, but some of the stress that comes with it, not so much. <laughs> Really, what's stressful about your job? I mean, you're pretty much storing teeth. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I have to juggle a lot of patients at one time. And sometimes I don't know that they need fillings until they come in. And I might be already doing something else. So I have to restructure my schedule so that I'm available to do these fillings. Or I have to make sure my doctor, my doctor can have three, four patients at one time. And I have to make sure that he or she is going where they're going so that I don't get behind because I'm at the mercy of my doctor a lot of times. So if they run behind my, I don't get lunch or my, I get very little time for lunch or I get out late, stuff like that. And then my other assistants that uh, work with me, they're complaining like they didn't get lunch or they're late for, to go home. Or so I have, I'm, I try to structure things to where everything runs smoothly. And I, I'm managing you sometimes three or four doctors at a time to get them going where they need to go. And that doesn't always, doesn't always work the way I want it to. <laughs> Are you pretty much in charge of the whole shebang or? Um, I am in charge of the back office under the okay. doctor. I, I kind of, I'm like his um, right hand. So, you know, I try to we, we have new doctors that come in that are sometimes they're brand new doctors. They're right, right out of school. So they're still getting their feet wet. They're st still trying to um, find their groove. And sometimes, you know, getting them um, where they need to go is a little more difficult because they're not as confident in themselves being new, like right out of school that they're still trying to find themselves in their new position. So, yeah, that can be challenging. And what um, what what made you? What made you start this career? I have patients ask me this a lot, and it's been 15 years. And honestly, I can't remember why I chose dentistry. <laughs> I feel like I wanted to do something maybe in healthcare, but I didn't want to focus on the whole body. I kind of just wanted to focus on a, a small area that I could like learn everything about this small little area and know a lot about it rather than a lot of stuff about the whole body. So I think that 
helps me to be more of an expert in this area rather than having to be an expert in everything. Yeah. Less stressful that way. So you're pretty much from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yep. More than pretty much. I was born here, raised here. I lived here most of my life. I moved away for two years, but came back and appreciate it a lot more now that I've been back. And that was a long time ago, even. Uh, is that home home of the chili? Cincinnati? Yeah. Good old Cincinnati? Hi, chili. We have Skyline. We have Gold Star. And everyone here will they'll fight the death about their chili. And they will, they you, you know, you can judge a person by who their favorite chili restaurant is. <laughs> and we have a bunch of different ones. But essentially, they're pretty much all the same. <laughs> What the heck is Skyline or Gold Star? Uh, so they're chili places, but they put like their chili on spaghetti. They put it on hot dogs. Some of them put them on cheeseburgers, um, French fries. It's just like the main ingredient is chili. And then you can put it on a, a plethora of different things. Um, baked potatoes. Some of them do. It's just um, I have one that we I put I go I go to Skyline and I often get uh, a Cholito, which is it's. Chili and cheese and a tortilla, and it's delicious, and I love what it. What the hell? What are you guys doing up in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. If you come, you try it. You'll like it. Although they are flour tortillas, not corn tortillas. <laughs> oh, man. No, I got to have corn tortillas. I can't. Uh, yeah. I cannot is, stand flour this tortillas. This is a conversation we had last night because I made what I call white people Mexican food. <laughs> uh-huh. White people Mexican food. <laughs> it's what my mom and stuff thought was mexican growing up like oh this is great the tacos and like white people tacos like oh uh, hell no you thought that was mexican <laughs> i didn't know until i mean it's like what you it's, it's like taco bell at home <laughs> that's just offensive I, I got a i got a co-worker and he always tells me or messages me and be like hey i'm gonna go eat mexican today and i'm like oh he's probably gonna go to this mexican restaurant in town he says no i'm gonna go to taco bell i'm <laughs> like are you serious see even i know that that's not real mexican but i still like taco bell but um i any any true hispanic knows that the best tacos or anything comes from a truck outside of a gas station those are the best ones apparently they're good Yes, because they're more they're more like made from scratch kind of deal. Right. You guys got a lot of food trucks in Cincinnati. Oh, we Cincinnati? have a ton around here. We have so many, Ooh. like, and, and a lot of our gas stations that you know, every every gas station has their accompanying uh, food truck for tacos. Every single one, almost, and that's where he likes to eat a lot of his uh, lunches. If I don't make him dinner the night before, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, uh, the American tacos. I mean, they do hit the spot sometimes. I mean, they're they're pretty good. I, I well, don't get me he, wrong. He loved my top. My I made burritos last night. He loved the 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 inside. He hated the flour tortillas though. He hates flour tortillas. Yeah, dang yeah, flour t- tortilla sucks. <laughs> Man, flour tortillas. But that's <laughs> how I am. So. <laughs> do do you like agua frescas? Uh, I don't know that I've ever really had any. I've had Jamaica and uh, horchata, but I don't. I don't think I've actually really had any. Okay. I think when I there was a time on TikTok when people were like going crazy for that, and then a lot of people were getting angry, like, "Oh, that's 
you know, agua fresh frescas. Like that's a Hispanic thing. This is normal uh-huh. for like yeah. white people trying to claim that. And I was like, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. No, no pun intended, but I haven't actually tried it. And I'm trying, I try really hard not to um, culturally appropriate things. So I don't know, but I will definitely end up at some point doing it. Cause I don't want to take that away, but if you ever like get a chance to be on the stand where they're selling aguas frescas, uh, try agua de horchata with a little bit of strawberry, agua de fresa, strawberry. That sounds and good, actually. It'll that's- blow your mind. You'll never go back. Yeah, that's that does sound really good. I know we maybe I've tried like some watermelon flavored stuff. I don't see. I don't know. Sometimes I try things. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> So I feel like since there's a bunch of Hispanic communities out there, they got to have like, uh, it's called a paleteria. You know what a paleteria is? Do you know what a Michoacana is? Or is that, is that like alcoholic drink? No. no, no, no I'm no. thinking of Michel- Mich- Micheladas. Yeah. I'm yeah, you're thinking of the Micheladas. No, uh, Michoacana is like where they sell like ice cream bars and Ice cream. Oh yeah, I see those. Yeah, no, they're in that like little plastic that like they're totally homemade. I've seen a lot of yeah, those. Yeah, so so they definitely gotta have something like that and they they will have our frescas over there. Oh uh, yeah, you know, some of the soccer games that he goes to, they'll have they usually have some of a food truck and then like a little stand and they sell like, you know, traditional things. And that was I saw those actually the last time I went to one of his games. Yeah. What what is your husband's name? Byron. Byron. Okay. Yeah. Um did you like soccer before meeting him or? I actually, I've always, soccer has always been one of my favorite sports. I played it very poorly as a child. I feel like the thing I love about soccer, aside from like <laughs> the game itself, is that I have a very short attention span. And I know if I'm going to a soccer game, it's going to be done in mostly 90 minutes. If I watch American football, that that can last like four hours. I don't have time for that. <laughs> like, I, I don't have time for that. Um, so that, I mean, I he and I have a lot of fun at soccer games together. And I mean, I'm not gonna say that I'm I've been like a diehard fan. Like I know soccer enough. I've never had really a favorite team. I've you know I've never really um, followed it so much. But I've always considered to be one of the more entertaining sports to watch. And I have the most fun going to those games versus any other sporting game I've ever been to. Maybe hockey is a close second though. Hockey games are fun. Ooh, I've been to a hockey game once and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I love the people that are stacking their beers up and then they come and hit the window and then they all fall down. That like, that's, that's the kind of fun <laughs> I like to have in a sporting event or like at the soccer games, you know, like we, we, when we go to games, we have like our stadium has the Bailey, which is like your general admission. You come, you stand the whole time, you find where you want to go. And it's like, that's where your biggest, like most loud fans are. And then you got your seats, the people that are sitting down, they're a little more, it's a little more boring there. We've sat there and I'm like, we're not having as much fun, but we like to be in the Bailey where all the people are like, yelling and screaming with their flags and their, and their noisemakers and the, the drum mm-hmm. line and everything. That's, that's more fun for us. Can you compare that to a hockey game? Like which one it's is the rowdiest? Oh man, I don't know. Uh I feel like they're both pretty rowdy in different ways. I, a lot of fights break out in hockey, but we went to the Guatemala and um 
Jamaica game for the Gold Cup a couple of weeks ago. And people, I mean, this is a little bit different than our home, our home games, but people were pretty intense. Like people were throwing things on the, on the field and <laughs> yelling. And I was just like, it was very entertaining for me. Like I, such a chismosa. I love, I loved watching people get, uh-huh. get rowdy over, <laughs> even though Guatemala <laughs> lost, unfortunately. Goodness. What, what was your, uh, your reaction going to Guatemala? Uh, a, a lot of people prepared me to like, be careful, you know, just be careful. And I n- never once did I feel unsafe. Um, I never felt like I was, I mean, I all, obviously feel out of place because obviously I'm out of place, but mm-hmm. I never felt unsafe. Um, I felt like, I mean, it was just, it was very different. Like driving from the airport to the hotel, it was just like a big shock, like seeing, the way motorcycles, you know, just weave in and out of, you know, traffic. And then like, just seeing like American things in, in a, in a whole, in a totally different environment, which American restaurants like McDonald's and stuff there are the same, but entirely different at the same time than they are here. Um, And I have to say, like, I think they're a lot better there than they are here. Did it, whenever you saw the motorcycles going in and out and vehicles, pretty much everybody not driving where there's no law, did, were you like, where your first reaction was like, where are the cops? What, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I was like, and the, well, cops, the cops were doing it too. I was, yeah. it was, it wasn't, it, it was shocking at first. And then it got even more shocking when I would see like four people on a motorcycle. And then it got even more shocking when I saw a woman with two children breastfeeding on the back of a motorcycle. I'm like, <laughs> like in America, we have motorcycles, but we don't like, they're not as common. Like there's huh? like, there's like 10 within like a uh, hundred yards, like in Guatemala here, once a mile, I'll see a motorcycle driving down the street. It was just wild and, and with the traffic and stuff i can imagine that that's probably the easiest way to get around so it makes a lot of sense but oh man it scares me it scares yeah. the out of me <laughs> they, they don't even i don't even think they use uh car seats over there no, no i mean the, women had them strapped to their bodies like they were the car seat <laughs> isn't that crazy that is just see stuff oh my like gosh. that and it, it's wild because like here in America, like your mom would be like, oh, you're, you're never getting a motorcycle. They're too dangerous. And then meanwhile, in Guatemala, they've got like two or three kids on a motorcycle and they're going to, you know, the the market or whatever. And it's just normal. It's just normal. Oh, yeah. that it's was a- the biggest thing for me to like really <laughs> grasp onto. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy how other countries, uh, they, how how they express about mexico like how dangerous it is and all this and i'm like come on you're not first of all you're not going down to mexico to look for trouble look for drugs or getting any type of trouble you're you're going down there to visit you know and and stay out of people's way and people will stay out of your way right and i think some of the concern when people were telling me that was that because they know i would it's obvious i would be an american and i think some people um purposely target people of certain um from certain countries that aren't particularly the um like have the best your best interests at mind but i never really never felt uncomfortable um never felt like i was in danger 
Uh, and when people say that, I'm like, we have the same thing here in the United States. We have yeah. bad areas that I wouldn't even walk into sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just any country is going to have their good areas and their bad areas. I, I think to generalize an entire country for that is ridiculous and a little hypocritical. But <laughs> yeah, I've always feel like going anywhere in the country would be like going to ni- to any city in the United States. Yeah, yeah. I really want to go to Tokyo and Japan. Oh, me too. And I just kind of want to see what's like, I just want to experience that culture, you know? And I always feel like, oh, I think it'll be just going like if we were going to New York, but I've never been to New York, but I see it on TV and whatnot. Yeah. And I remember like New York was really bad in like the 80s, 70s and stuff, but it's changed a lot since. And I've only been there once. Um but I've I've always wanted to go to Japan too. That's their culture there is entirely different. And they they thrive a lot on like robotics. Like they have, you know, vending machines like everywhere. And and it's like a very clean city. And everyone there is like really respectful of each other. And it's just it's very different than the United States, if you ask me. And I kind of want to experience what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What is um what is the weirdest thing you've seen somebody put on their chili? Like any type of critters or anything like that? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I, I'm sorry. I got I got confused. I thought Ohio was Alabama or something like that. Oh, well, I don't think I've ever seen anyone put any critters <laughs> on their food. I mean, so, I mean, a lot of people put onions and hot sauce and stuff on their on their chili here. But that's to me not unusual. I. I don't really think I've seen anything unusual that's mind blowing, but you actually you actually mentioned something earlier about how they put chili on their burger. Oh yes! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Doesn't that automatically makes it a sloppy Joe? Not exactly, (laughs) but I've never thought of that. (laughs) Well, you have the like the actual patty there, so that kind of changes it from sloppy Joe to burger. So man, it really does like. Think about it though. You got the burger as the meat. Yeah. You got the cheese. Well, forget the cheese. You 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 put the sauce, the sauce in there. Sloppy Joe's got is it barbecue? I don't even I haven't had a sloppy uh, Joe's. I think since some people make it with barbecue. Some people make it with other stuff. I don't know. I haven't had sloppy joe's in a long time. <laughs> I know. I feel like we only had sloppy joe's back in school. Yeah, my mom used to make them growing up occasionally and I don't know that I've made them much as an adult myself, though. Yeah, I remember going when we used to have a sloppy joes. I was like, yeah, sloppy hoes. Here we <laughs> go. And it was just, I don't know. We were so excited for sloppy joe day. I don't know if we had that growing up in, in like school, probably because of the name. I think they just wanted to avoid that with all these immature children. I really want to go to Ohio and have that burger with chili it's i mean i've made them just at home and i I don't know i love chili on my burgers i don't know it's just i don't know it doesn't even have to be cincinnati chili it could be like texas chili i don't care chili on burgers is delicious damn that's weird now i want to talk to somebody from the dirty south see what they got to say about this oh my gosh don't tell (laughs) them about cincinnati chili they'll rip (laughs) us apart (laughs) why they make so much fun of ohio I don't know because they're jealous. That's what it is. That's you think so? The thing. It's, it's all it can be because we've got, I mean, 
we we had the worst NFL football team for the longest time, and then we finally went to the Super Bowl and still lost. <laughs> I mean, what's not to be jealous of? <laughs> what is your guys over there? Jaguars, you said? Oh, uh, our our take our our, our fo- um, football. It's the Bengals. The Bengals. The bagels. Nah. <laughs> oh my goodness. No wonder they'd be making fun of Ohio. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I'm not honestly a Bengals fan, but my family growing up was. And I don't know. After after so many years of disappointment, I, I kind of can't stay on that, stay with that. So they're not they're not my favorite. But I'm proud of them for get, getting as far as they did. But I don't know. Not I'm not a big fan of football that much anyway. So Thus, uh, Byron watches football. Uh, soccer, yes, not American football so much. We watch the Super Bowl because you know it's the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the Super Bowl, but we don't really watch any sports other than soccer. Huh? Do they uh like does he hang out with oh Hispanics or? It's... I mean, he spends most of his time with his family and at work, and that's pretty much all Hispanic people. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So he's got, I mean, when he's not around Hispanic people, it's usually my friends or my coworkers. And I don't really even get to see them that much other than my coworkers. So my coworkers have become friends too. So, but we spend a lot of time around, even me, I spend a lot of time around the Hispanic people. Yeah. And you like, you get along with the Hispanic, with his family. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I try to, and I've never really had any complaints from them. So I just try to not butt heads with anyone. I don't want to rock the boat, but generally I think everyone likes me and I like everyone. Yeah. Where did you guys meet? Uh, We met, uh, my best friend is dating his best friend. So they kind of accidentally introduced us together and, you know, it, it kind of just, it didn't happen right away. Like we didn't start dating right away. Mm-hmm. It just kind of went, oh, we met. And then we kind of like got to know each other a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then it, you know, went from there and I wasn't even looking to date anyone. It was just, you know, Hey, here's, here's my boyfriend's friend and, you know, meet some of his friends and then We're like, cool. getting to know each yeah. other. And that's, that's it. That's how it happened. Cause, cause you went into that mentality, like saying, okay, I'm not here to date anybody. My mentality is, okay, I'm going to go talk to somebody. And that was yeah. It. I mean, she, she and I were hanging out and then, um, we, it was supposed to be just me and her hanging out one night. And then she decided she wanted to go see her boyfriend and her boyfriend had his friends there. So of course I went along with her, met her boyfriend for the first time at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, met all his friends at that time. And then he was there and then. You know, the rest kind of sort itself. Happen, yeah. And yeah. when are you guys getting married? Uh, we're hoping to get married at the end of 2025. 2025. What year are we on? <laughs> 2023. Damn, I thought we were like in 2024 already for some I reason. I know, I wish, but I like, I, I, I'm, I'm a planner. I have to, I have to make sure things go well. Heck I have to. Yeah. I plan everything. His sister sprung a wedding on us in one month through it all together. I'm very impressed though, because I could not have thrown as much together as she did in that short amount of time, but she did. She pulled it off. It wasn't perfect, but it, it happened. And yeah. and it was very stressful, even for me. And I wasn't even getting married. <laughs> so I, I don't want to do that to the rest of the family. 
Now, uh, you and Byron been together for about two years. Yeah, close to two and a half. We're getting okay. two and a half point. When did you guys? When did you guys decide and said, "Hey, let's make TikTok videos"? So at the end of I think it was 2021, we went on a trip to Puerto Rico, and then we came back, and we both tested positive for COVID. So we had to stay home and quarantine for like a week and we were bored. We were so bored. We didn't have any symptoms. We were essentially just extending our vacation at home. We were so bored. We made some videos. We posted them on TikTok and then we kind of just kept a couple here and there. And then just one video of me um, speaking Spanish just went caught a lot of attention. And then it just grew from there, it just kept growing. And we kind of just rolled with it and created more videos and more content. and. It just spiraled into what it is now. Dang. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird to think about that now. Because we ne- had no idea this would ever, ever happen. Yeah, no kidding. And now you guys got over 106. Yeah, we're at about okay. 106 now. Took us a while to get there. Yeah. You guys just make random stuff, huh? Pretty much it was, it started, it, I mean, it still kind of is like the differences in our cultures is a big, you know, inspiration to what we film and um, just see me poorly speaking Spanish and people laughing at me is always fun too. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks because instead of them trying to help you out, you know, pronounce the word correctly, they sit there and make fun. I, I used to be really self-conscious about it, but very recently within the past few weeks, I've gotten more and more like. I don't care. Like, I'm going to mess it up. Like, it's okay. I'm learning. It's, I'm getting more comfortable with being wrong. And it's, I'm wrong a lot. Yeah. Now, if you would get the chance to have your wedding on TikTok Live, would you? Absolutely. I just got to make sure it's worth watching because if, if you're not going to be able to see or hear anything, there's no sense in it. But I do want to find a way to make that happen. um, That's why you're getting married in 2025. Oh, I'm going to need a lot of <laughs> a lot of preparation for that for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a good way to do it. I just yeah. don't know yet. Anybody out there listening, if you got any ideas on how she can do her wedding on TikTok Live, hook her up on TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Wedding in Chapin. Yeah. What is your favorite uh, Guatemalan dish? I really like mole. So I guess that kind of parlays into chuchitos because we yeah, made what, chuchitos what kind of- with mole. What kind of mole? Because there's like orange mole and then there's that dark mole. That's a good question. I feel like I've had them both and they taste the same to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just eat it. Yeah, you're wrong. I just put it on the plate and I'm like, oh, this is delicious. (laughs) Yeah, you're wrong, Taco Bell. It's actually (laughs) um, the dark mole tastes way better than than the orange. I think that was the first kind I ever had. It was it was pretty dark. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Then yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Oh my goodness. With rice on the side. Uh, I like rice. Yeah, I like it with goodness. With the chuchitos, it's with uh, masa, so it's a slightly different texture. But I I love it with rice. It tastes. I think it tastes better with rice. Yeah, yeah, because you mix them both together, and it has like that (laughs) that awesomeness in your mouth, and it's just a big ass party going on and oh man i want some mole now <laughs> i don't think nobody nobody knows how to make mole around here i'm in a small town so there's hardly any mexican population here 
like it's only like a three percent. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know what the Mexican population or Hispanic population in in Cincinnati is. I I am kind of curious to see. But after going to that Guatemala soccer game, there were thousands of Guatemalans there. So I know they're not all from here, but I bet a good chunk of them were. And it, it blew my mind. I didn't I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. Man, but um, but it's a good thing that you guys are getting you know accommodated with your guys's culture and. And hopefully there's no no trouble in the future with that. Nah, I think he and I are pretty good about respecting each other's culture. Sometimes we react before we think, mm-hmm. um, especially if sometimes there's mix uh, mix up communication. Sometimes, you know, he's used to certain things and I'm used to certain things like from growing up. And we kind of will sometimes react negatively, but then we'll stop and then we'll explain why we feel that way and it's just like oh we were brought up differently and we try to understand but sometimes it's a little tough <laughs> <laughs> i think in the beginning when my wife started cooking i think she would tell you a different story from what i can tell you because i can't tell everything in detail i would always go and when she was cooking I, w- I would always go uh well my mommy doesn't do it like that and then i kind of oh. <laughs> had to step in there and the, but now i kind of see what? That makes me think of this couple on TikTok. I can't remember their names, but he, he'll go and say, my mom, my mom doesn't do it this much. Like, well, get your mommy to come here. Have her come and do it for you. Yes. Uh, who are you talking about? Yeah, what I, are their names? I think you know what I'm thinking. Oh, I can't my remember goodness. I wish I could have them on my, on my podcast, but. I think they, it's Francisco. Yeah, Francisco. Yeah. They, they see yeah. my messages, but they just won't respond. Oh, maybe, okay. I, maybe I'm not that good enough yet. Maybe one day. Uh, but maybe, be- one day. maybe once they see that we've opened the door for them to come in, they'll they'll do that for you. This is why I'm reaching out to people that have more views and more more followers. Yeah. So maybe that's how, that's how it works. Something will hit, you know. And right. maybe I can I can get it get it going where I can get my sponsors going and and then from there I'll be I'll be rolling. I'll be good. I need a producer too, because as you can see, our first conversation, I forgot to hit the record button. It's stupid. I'm so mad. Yes. <laughs> and uh you guys you guys uh like do anything other than work and spending time with the family and coming home. We get one week in the month where we can do whatever we want usually. And that's when we cram so much time together into it. Generally, we work a lot. We spend a lot of time with family. We just take care of ourselves and our home. But we we really go out for those weekends that we have together, and just to kind of make up for all those other times that we couldn't. So, so I I don't not yeah. as much as I would like, but it is what it is, and it's what we have to do right now. Absolutely, it sucks having responsibilities, doesn't it? <laughs> Being an adult really sucks. <laughs> man, I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, I wish I could go do this. Oh, wait, I got kids. Yeah. I got my kids are still under six years old. You know, I want to go do cool stuff like like going dancing. My wife and I love going dancing and we haven't done that in, in quite a few years. And you don't have family here, so you don't can't have a babysitter as easily, can you? I got my mother in law nearby. Oh, okay. That's uh, good. But I don't know. I got my pride and I don't want to ask nobody. Right. Yeah. Is that kind of the way I feel. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. As long as you guys got time, you know, 
for each other and spending time together. I mean, I think that's what's important. Yeah. And, and we, we, he's really good about, you know, taking me on, on little date nights and stuff when we do have those times and whenever we can, we like to travel. So I, I know that although it's not as often as I like, I know that he does a great job of making this, that time very special for us. So oh, I yeah. appreciate so much for that. How often you cook Mexican dishes? Uh, not as much as I should. <laughs> I still am learning how to do all of that. I mean, my version of Mexican growing up is not the same as yours. So I would probably yeah. say not very often. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've heard of Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I still like Taco Bell. Even if it's not real Mexican, it's still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it hits the spot. Like, uh, my wife made them last week, and I was like, damn, this is actually pretty good. I mean, because right. had the onion, had the lettuce, had the tomato, got the sour cream, got the salsa. I'm not much of a spicy guy, but Neither I mean, it was still I. pretty good. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, man, I want to have this again. But then I missed my my actual tacos. I think I'm going to make tacos this weekend. Maybe there I should, should upload, a, upload a video on TikTok. Yeah, do that. I mean, I feel like he's not, my fiance is not the, the cook but if he were i'd say if you want it make you can make it because it's easier for you to do it but he's not much of a cook <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> you, guys, you guys ever travel outside the oh good old state of ohio uh we've together we've been to puerto rico we've been to guatemala we've gone we've traveled to california last year we've traveled to tennessee we're planning to go to new york um in a month feel like i'm missing somewhere nope that's it <laughs> so far Make sure but i've you... traveled a lot with him in a short time i've been with him which is very impressive for me i think yeah make sure you post some good stuff on new york to oh, kind of see how it is give like the pros and the cons of of dirty old new york I feel like I would need a lot more time in New York. It's such a big place with so much. Like I could only scratch the surface of a trip to New York in just a weekend. But we have um, some followers of ours that own a bodega there that I think we're going to go and visit their little store uh, when we go. And I probably post a video about that. But I kind of want to see what their Hispanic um, neighborhoods are like and what it, what their food there is like and um, see yeah. how different it is there versus here in Cincinnati. Man, I feel like in New York, they're going to have like all types of culture. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then they got like Chinatown up there. Oh, they have Chinatown. They have Little Italy. They have, I think that's it. But <laughs> but then they have like, yeah, they have Harlem and that's where like you get a lot of your soul food. And then they have, you know, your pizza and like your your New York pizza, which is my favorite pizza. It's they have so much and that's you know that's where people came to the united states like a hundred years ago to start their new lives they came from europe yeah. and everything and they that's kind of where they probably settled in so many different cultures so a lot i, I feel like i'm gonna have to pass on the pizza because they said because <laughs> they said chicago has the best pizza in chicago or in the whole country chicago and new york they will fight forever on that but i don't like chicago pizza because they put their sauce on top of their cheese and there's yeah. 
too much crust for me. Uh-huh. And it's just too much. And it takes like an hour to bake it. Like I'm hungry now. Give me a, a gigantic like slice of New York pizza. That's got like yeah. the, the, um, the grease just dripping down my arm and I have to fold it in half. It's I love New York. Pizza. <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta get in Chicago. If anybody ever goes, you gotta get white girl wasted. And then after clubbing and going to the barns, you have your slice of pizza and man, you're golden. Maybe I I've been to Chicago a few times, but I don't think I've ever been white girl wasted in Chicago. <laughs> I've been white girl wasted in Washington D.C. though. That was that was that was an experience. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. Well, listen, Carla, it was real nice talking to you. Uh, share with us on where we can stay in touch with you and check out your content and all that good stuff. All right. Thank you for having me. We can be on, we're on TikTok, Instagram. We're starting to get into YouTube and then obviously on Facebook, but we're wearing Chapin everywhere you you can find us. Where and Chapin. Get it right. Uh, got any shout outs for anybody? All of Guatemala. They've been All kind right. to me. So I'm going to say hi to everyone there. All right. You got to say Arriba Guatemala. Arriba Guatemala. Time to get a couple things off my mind A couple things off my chest Weight off my shoulder Can I get a moment of your time To get a couple things off my mind A couple things off my chest Weight off my shoulder